Welcome to a life-changing encounter with the Word of God presented to you by Rev. Bright Nkrumah, the senior pastor at the Kodesh Family Church, Bronx North. He is an anointed pastor and teacher of the Word of God, affecting many lives. Now, get ready to be transformed by this message. Let us bow our heads for a word of prayer. Father in heaven, we are thankful and grateful. Lord, we thank you for this special day. We thank you, Lord, for giving us your son, visiting us here on earth. We thank you, Lord, that for our sakes, you forsook your crown above and you came to be with us. Lord, this is how much you loved us. Whilst we were yet sinners, you gave your only begotten son to die for us. We are grateful. We are thankful. Today we remember the day you visited us here on earth. We celebrate you. We love you. We cherish you. We adore you. We praise you. In the name of Jesus. This morning, Lord, we ask of your spirit to speak to our hearts, to minister to us. In Jesus' name, amen. amen. Wonderful. Why don't you clap your hands together as you take your seats and turn your Bibles with me to Luke chapter 1 and we want to continue. How many of you were here on our carol service? On our carol service, how many of you were here? Wonderful. Well, we want to continue. We were reading from Luke chapter 1, and we want to continue reading. So today, we want to continue from verse number 6. Verse number 6. My message to you this morning is Hail Mary. Hail Mary. Amen. Hail Mary means good Mary, an important Mary, faithful Mary. Hallelujah. Hail Mary. Luke chapter 1, verse number 26. Are you ready for the word of God? This is a very special Christmas story, and we want to read it. So Luke chapter 1, verse 26. And in the sixth month, the angel Gabriel was sent from God unto a city of Galilee named Nazareth to a virgin espoused to a man whose name was Joseph of the house of David. And the virgin's name was Mary. And the angel came in unto her and said, Hail, thou that art highly favored. The Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women. And when she saw him, she was troubled at his saying, and cast in her mind what manner of salutation this should be. And the angel said unto her, Fear not, Mary, for thou hast found favor with God. And behold, thou shalt conceive in thy womb and bring forth a son and shall call his name Jesus. He shall be great 
and shall be called the son of the highest. And the Lord God shall give unto him the throne of his father David. And he shall reign over the house of Jacob forever. And of his kingdom there shall be no end. Then said Mary unto the angel, How shall this be, seeing I know not a man? And the angel answered and said unto her, The Holy Ghost shall come upon thee, and the power of the highest shall overshadow thee. Therefore also that holy thing, that which shall be born of thee, shall be called the Son of God. And behold, thy cousin Elizabeth, she hath also conceived a son in her old age. And this is the sixth month with her, who was called barren. For with God, nothing shall be impossible. And Mary, and Mary said, Behold, the handmaid of the Lord, be it unto me according to thy word. And the angel departed from her. Here ends the reading of the word of the Lord. Amen. What a word. What an episode. Hail Mary. This morning we want to look at three reasons why Mary should be hailed. Why Mary is hailed. Number one, Mary believed God. Mary believed God. Hallelujah. Three reasons why Mary should be hailed. Number one, Mary believed God. Here we read a story about the visit that a young maiden received from the archangel Gabriel. Now, I don't know if anyone here has a situation or a condition in your life that is impossible. You have a situation that is impossible. Something in your life that you want to see come to pass, something in your life that you want to see existing, or something in your life that you want to see manifest. I'm not sure if there's anyone here like that. Or something in your life that you want to see change, but that thing appears to be impossible. Hallelujah. Is there anyone with a situation like that? Anyone who has ever encountered a situation that seems to be impossible? I thought I was the only one. Wow. An impossible situation. Perhaps you may have even forgotten about it because you looked at all avenues and you realized that it is impossible. And so you have given up already on it. Is there any situation like that in your life that you can't even remember because you can't see solutions to it? Well then, I came to tell you on this Christmas Sunday that there is one person that you have not considered. There is one person that you have not considered to take on your case. 
Hallelujah. And today the archangel Gabriel comes to announce to you that with God, nothing shall be impossible. Hallelujah. Nothing shall be impossible. Amen. And nothing shall really be impossible with God. Amen. And this is what makes everyone come to a situation where you will by all means need God. Everyone will come to a situation in life where you will by all means have to consider God. Where you realize that no man can help you. You will come to a situation where you realize no man can deliver you. Hallelujah. You will come to a situation in life where you realize that no man can provide for you. No one can heal you. No doctor can heal you. You are forced to come to a situation in life where you have to consider God. Because you realize that with man, it is impossible. But with God, nothing shall be impossible. Hallelujah. That is what the Bible says. That with God, nothing shall be impossible. Amen. Now, what do you need to have an impossible situation change in your life? What is required of you? What do you need to bring about an impossible situation into your life or into existence? What do you need? You don't need education. You don't need money. You don't need to be rich. In fact, you don't need connections. You don't need to know someone who can connect you. Hallelujah. How many people want to know what you need to bring about an impossible situation in your life? Amen. You see... If it is with God, then what you need must be affordable. Everyone ought to be able to afford it. If it is with God. Amen. If it is with man, some people can afford it and others cannot afford it. But if it is with God, then everyone can afford it. Hallelujah. Whether you are big or small, whether you are rich or poor, whether you are black or white, you can afford it. Hallelujah. And Jesus gives us the answer in Mark chapter 9 and verse 14. Mark chapter 9 and verse 14. If you have the New Living Translation, you want to read to verse 24. Mark chapter 9 and verse 14. The Bible says, When they returned to the other disciples, they saw a large crowd surrounding them, and some teachers of religious law were arguing with them. When the crowd saw Jesus, they were overwhelmed with awe, and they ran to greet him. What is all the arguing, or what is all this arguing about? Jesus asked. One of the men in the crowd spoke up and said, are you watching? Are you watching? Are you listening? I want all of your attention. 
the Bible says one of the men in the crowd spoke up and said, Teacher, I brought my son so you could heal him. He is possessed by an evil spirit that won't let him talk. And whenever this spirit seizes him, it throws him violently to the ground. Then he foams at the mouth and grinds his teeth and becomes rigid. So I asked your disciples to cast out the evil spirit, but they couldn't do it. Jesus said to them, you faithless people, how long must I be with you? How long must I put up with you? Bring the boy to me. So they brought a boy. But when the evil spirit saw Jesus, it threw the child into a violent convulsion. And he fell to the ground, writhing and foaming at the mouth. How long has this been happening? Jesus asked. He looked how miserable the boy was. He looked how tormented the boy was. To see this foul spirit tear him down in convulsion, foaming at the mouth, becoming rigid. Jesus looked and said, how long has this been happening? Because there's a simple solution to this. And when you don't know the solution, you let this go on for so long. So Jesus said, how long has this been happening? Jesus asked the boy's father. He replied, since he was a little boy. Since he was a little boy. Since he was a little boy. The spirit often throws him into the fire. Or into the water. Trying to kill him. Since he was a little boy. Trying to kill him. He says the spirit often throws him into the fire or into the water trying to kill him. Have mercy on us and help us if you can. Have mercy on us and help us if you can. Now listen to Jesus' answer. Jesus said, what do you mean if I can? What do you mean? If I can. How dare you make a statement like that? What do you mean if I can? Jesus asked. Anything is possible if a person believes. Anything is possible if a person believes. Hallelujah. Anything is possible if a person believes. And now hear the boy's father. The father instantly cried out, I do believe, but help me overcome my unbelief. This morning, I want to announce to you, there are many of you, many Christians who are sitting here because they believe. But there is an inner unbelief in you 
which you have not acknowledged. You believe in the existence of God, but what he can do in you, you do not believe. You do not openly say it, that I don't believe. I believe you are the son of God. I believe I'm born again, but with this situation, I have not believed that you can. And many Christians sit in church with that. He has been with them. He says, Lord, I believe, but help me overcome my unbelief. Help me overcome my unbelief. This morning, that is what happened to Mary. Amen. This is what happened to Mary. Mary believed. Mary believed the impossible. Mary believed that a virgin can bring forth a child if it is coming from the Lord. That is why we hail Mary. That is why we say, well done, Mary. Good Mary. For believing in an impossible situation to allow God to bring to pass such a miraculous event. You have done well. Hail Mary. That is why Mary received such salutation. Faithful Mary. Special Mary. Hallelujah. God chooses Mary because he knew she could believe in such an impossible situation. God knew that this young maiden has such faith to believe such an impossible situation. It ought to be with God. Then there ought to be no God. If God is going to work the same way as man works, then what is the need of serving God? If God is going to do things the same way that you do things, if God is going to help you the same way as this person will help you, then what makes God God? It ought to be an impossible situation. It ought to be something that no man can solve. It ought to be a situation that no one can help you. Are you listening to me? And Mary was such a person. He says, how shall this be? How can this be? Knowing that I know not a man, how shall this be? Hallelujah. So the Bible says, Mary ought to be hailed. It says, thou art highly favored. Thou art highly favored for you to believe in such a thing. That is why you are blessed among women. You are blessed among women. It takes faith to bring the impossible things with God into existence. It takes believing in God to bring the impossible thing. So the man says, I believe, but there is an inner unbelief in me. So help my unbelief. Help that portion of unbelief. I believe God exists, but that he can do this, I don't believe it. 
Is somebody listening to me? The next thing that makes Mary special is that she took on the shame. She took on the shame. Hallelujah. Mary is special because she took on the shame. You know, you realize that with many things of God, you will have to take on the shame. With many of the things of God, you will notice that it looks shameful. It appears shameful. When it's in the sight of men, especially ungodly men, it appears shameful. Hallelujah. Many of you are ashamed to even let people know that you are a believer. You are ashamed. I say many of the things of God, they look shameful. They look almost embarrassing. Hallelujah. Many of the people that you see who are called Christians, they feel ashamed to even proclaim the gospel of Christ before people. How many of you can boldly stand up in the subway to preach the gospel? But I bet you, if some computer company were to give you some new computer that no man has ever seen before, and you are the salesperson, you will rise up before public, before people, and sell it boldly. True or not true? Many people are ashamed to lift up even their hands to receive salvation. I say, with a lot of the things of God, they almost look shameful. Mary took on the shame. Hallelujah. You need salvation, but you are embarrassed even to lift up your arm and say, Pastor, pray with me. You almost feel as if, let the service be over if only the pastor can call me on the side. And just pray with me. I'll receive Christ. Are you listening to me? I say many of the things of God, they almost look shameful. Hallelujah. Many people are ashamed even to pray. Amen. Many people are ashamed to pray. When my kids were younger, you know, and we would go to a restaurant and we are sitting down, and the food is served, and we say, let's pray. They almost feel ashamed. You see that they're looking around. Like, it almost looks ashamed. When they first will go to college, and then you go to their dorms, you want to pray and sanctify the place and drive out evil spirits, they almost feel ashamed for their roommates to be around and listening to Daddy casting out devils and all kinds of things. They feel ashamed. I said, many of the things of God, they almost look shameful. But Mary was prepared for the shame. Mary was prepared for the shame. Hallelujah. Many people are ashamed to dance in church. They are ashamed to lift up their hands and praise the Lord in church. But they are not ashamed 
to lift up their hands in funerals and in parties. You see them coming like this as they are entering the field. They are coming from afar to the dance floor. They start and they are coming like this. Their hands lifted up and they turn around like this. They are not ashamed. But in church, men in suits, you see them worshiping the Lord and they are ashamed to even lift up their hands. I say many of the things of God, they look almost shameful, but it ought to be with God. It can never be the same way like the way man do it. <laughs> Hallelujah. Mary took on the shame. Amen. Mary took on the shame. Even church parties, when we go to church parties, they are ashamed to dance. But they will dance at other parties. Are you listening to me? The Bible says then in Luke 134, it says, Then said Mary unto the angel, How shall this be, seeing I know not a man? And the angel answered and said unto her, The Holy Ghost shall come upon thee, and the power of the highest shall overshadow thee. Therefore also that holy thing which shall be born of thee shall be called the Son of God. It almost looks shameful to believe in a thing like that. He says, And behold, thy cousin Elizabeth, she hath also conceived a son in her old age. And this is the sixth month with her, who was called barren. For with God, nothing shall be impossible. And Mary said, Behold, the handmaid of the Lord, be it unto me according to thy word. Be it unto me according to thy word. It's shameful. And then he, she will go around telling people, I am pregnant. How did you get pregnant? You are not married. How did you get pregnant? You say, the Holy Ghost made me pregnant. Even her own husband, the spouse man to marry him. Did you see? Last Tuesday, we saw it. He says, I have to think about this. No, 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 no. Do you think, I have to think about it's like, Do you think I'm a fool to believe in such a thing? He says, no, 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 no. I, I have, he said, do you think I cheated on you? Well, I have to think about it. It looks shameful. It looks embarrassing to say that I am pregnant by the Holy Ghost. How can I explain this to my parents? The man said, how can I explain this? To I should go to my parents and say, the woman that I was going to marry is pregnant. How? The Holy Ghost. Who is the Holy Ghost? I don't know. She told me it's the Holy Ghost. He said, are you a fool? Are you a fool to believe in a thing like that? So are you going to marry her? It looks shameful. But such are the things of God. Such are the things of God. To say you are a believer, to say I believe in God, to say that with this exam, I'm believing God that he's going to help me. That you sit before your exam, young people, and you are praying before you open the paper. It looks shameful. You say, what is he doing? We are studying and look at what he's doing. It looks shameful, but that is how the things of God are. 
Hail Mary. The last point. Why we hail Mary is because she availed herself for the work of God. Mary availed herself for the work of God. Amen. Mary was not a preacher. In fact, we did not hear of one message recorded of Mary in the Bible that she preached at this sermon or she preached this message. We never heard of Mary like that. We never heard of any, any book that Mary wrote. She could have written a book of her life and it would have been a very powerful book. But we didn't hear of anything like that. We didn't hear that Mary was one of the disciples. Amen. She only availed herself for God to accomplish a great thing amongst men. Amen. Sometimes one person's single act, one person's single act can bring about a major transformation in the work of God. And Mary availed herself. And it brought about a tremendous change. God was able to accomplish such a great thing amongst men just because Mary availed herself. Hallelujah. That is why you cannot stay in the house of God and not do anything. Amen. You cannot be in the house of God and not do anything. You cannot just come and go and not do anything. Because whatever it is that you do, God will use it to bring a change amongst his children. Hallelujah. Is somebody listening to me? As a shepherd, you may not be a preacher. You may never become a pastor. But that one person that you will take on and minister to and follow up and establish as a Christian. You know, the presiding bishop always talks about Auntie Betty. I'm not sure if any of you have heard him talk about Auntie Betty. This was a woman, I'm not, I don't even know if she ever became a pastor. But this was a woman who took him on when he first gave his life to Christ. She took him on, taught him how to do your quiet time, take, took him to prayer meetings, took him to scripture union meetings, did all kinds of things to establish him. And today we have one of the greatest servants of God in our generation because this one woman took on this young boy to establish him in Christ. Are you listening to me? Or oh, you don't understand my message? One act of a person, if you do it faithfully, God will use that to bring a tremendous change amongst men. Hallelujah. If you do your shepherdorial work properly, you never know how great a servant God will raise from what you have done. Amen. Amen. Shepherds, are you listening? There is something that you can do. I said there is something that you can do. Mary just availed herself. It says, it says the Bible says that a child will be born. God needed your womb. That is all she, he needed. And it says, you will conceive in your womb. Would you allow 
Would you avail yourself? Would you let that happen? And Mary said, be it unto me according to thy word. Let it happen according to as you have said. Amen. What can you do? There is something that you can do. Hallelujah. The woman with the alabaster box. She was not a preacher. We didn't hear her giving to the poor. We didn't hear her donating. She was not any important person. But she came to wash the feet of Jesus with the precious ointment and wiped his feet with with her hair. And Jesus said, she has done what she could. She has done what she could. What can you do? What can you do? What is the Lord expecting of you to do? There is something that you can do. Hallelujah. I said there is something that you in particular, you can do. And that is all that you can. And Jesus will say, you have done what you could. You have done what you could. Hallelujah. What can you do for God this Christmas day? Ask yourself, what can you do for God? Mary availed her life, availed herself. This was a young woman espoused to be married to Joseph. But she availed herself. She availed herself for God to use her. Amen. Jesus is expecting you to do something in the house of God. What can you do? Do you have a friend who doesn't come to church anymore? What can you do to that? Do you have a friend that you talk to all the time that does not come to church anymore? There is something that you can do. And God is looking at you. He said, what can you do? Do what you can. You two, do what you can. He says, Mary, this Mary with the alabaster box, she did what she could. And Mary, the son of God, also did what she could. What can you do? There is something that you can do. Do you know of somebody who is not born again? What can you do? I said, there is something that you can do. Hallelujah. Do what you can. You know, woman, you have such a great role in the church and in the ministry. You have such a great role to play. And you see that there are great things that God uses women to accomplish. And this year, I want to challenge the women of this church to rise up and say, I will also do what I can. I will also rise up and do what I can. Hallelujah. I want to put that challenge to you, to rise up. You know, in Jesus' ministry, look at Luke chapter 8 and verse 1. Luke chapter 8 and verse 1. The Bible says, And it came to pass afterwards that he went throughout every city and village, preaching and showing the glad tidings of the kingdom of God. And the twelve were with him. The twelve disciples were with him. And certain women, certain women which had been healed of evil spirits and infirmities, Mary called Magdalene, out of whom went seven devils. And Joanna, 
the wife of Chusa, Herod's steward, and Susanna, and many others which ministered unto him of their substance. Women made a great impact in the ministry of Jesus Christ. What can you also do? This day, what can you also do? There is something that you can do that will bring a change. Amen. When we lost the place of our worship before, there was a woman who also took upon herself to look for a place. And that woman's sacrifice is what brought us here. What can you do? What can you also do? There is something that you can do and it will bring a change. Young man, there is something that you can do. What can you do? What can you do? Ask your neighbor, what can you do? Are you listening? There is something that everyone can do. God has given everyone a talent. And this Christmas, I want to challenge you to rise up also and say, what can I do? What can I do? The Bible says, Mary availed herself. And so we say, Hail Mary, good Mary, thou art highly favored. You are highly favored for believing in God that something like this is so possible. What can you do? Hallelujah. Put your hands together for the Lord and rise to your feet as we bring our service to a close. What can you do? Ask your neighbor, what can you do? Say, Mary did what she could. What can you do? What can you do? Oh, lift up your hands and pray and ask the Lord, Lord, what will you have me to do for you? What will you have me to do for you? I also want to do something for you. I want to do something for you. What would you have me to do? What would you have me to do? Father, we are grateful. We are thankful. We thank you, Lord. We want to be in that place of Mary where we will believe the impossible. Oh, Lord, that it shall be said of us, we are hailed. The heavens will hail us for believing in such an impossible situation. Lord, there are many impossible situations in our lives. But we want to rise up today and say, we believe you are God. We believe that with you all things are possible. Father, the shameful situations that we go through because of you. Oh God, give us the boldness like Mary. Give us the boldness that we will say, we also will go through this for the sake of the gospel. For the sake of the ministry. For the sake of the work of God. That we are believing God that we can do this. And now, Lord, we want to be like Mary, where we will also avail ourselves. We will avail ourselves for the work of God to be accomplished, for the ministry to move forward, for the ministry to take ground, for the church to go forward, for someone to be established, for someone to know you, for someone to be saved. Oh, Lord, what would you have us to do? We thank you. We bless you. We glorify your name. In Jesus' name. Now, on this Christmas day, with all eyes closed and every head bowed, 
I want to give everyone who is here an opportunity. If you are not born again and you are saying, Pastor, pray with me. I want to receive Jesus Christ as my Savior, as my Lord, as my Master. I want to be born again. I want to walk with Jesus. I want to take on Jesus Christ. If that is your prayer, you are saying, Pastor, pray with me. I want to receive Jesus Christ as my Savior. If that is your prayer, wherever you are, just lift up your hands, give me a wave, and I'll pray with you. You want to give your life to Jesus. If that is your prayer, lift up your hand, and I'll pray with you. This special Sunday, Christmas Sunday, you want to receive Jesus as your Savior. Is there anyone here like that? You want to receive Jesus as your Savior? You want to give your life to Christ? Yes, it may look funny, but this is how God works. The things of God, they look like that. But that is how God has chosen to save you. Is there anyone here? Beloved, you want to give your life to Christ? With all eyes closed, every head bowed, you are here like that. Lift up your hand and I'll pray with you. Is there anyone here like that? Anyone here like that? I want all of you to join and say this prayer with me and say, Lord Jesus. Lord Jesus. Thank you for dying for me. Thank you for dying for me. Lord Jesus. Lord Jesus. I have sinned. I have sinned. Please forgive me of my sins. Please forgive me of my sins. Please wash me with your blood. Please wash me with your blood. This Christmas day. This Christmas day. I welcome you into my heart. I welcome you into my heart. I receive you as my Lord. I receive you as my Lord. I receive you as my master. I receive you as my master. And I receive you as my savior. And I receive you as my savior. Please write my name. Please write my name. In the book of life in the book of life thank you jesus thank you jesus for saving me today for saving me today in jesus name in jesus name amen amen we believe you have been blessed with this powerful message come worship with us at the kodesh family church located at 1810 randall avenue bronx new york at 2 p.m every sunday god bless you